Hey guys, welcome to the Everyday Eddie, where this is not a professional podcast, but it is a professional something. The world has been pretty shitty lately, and I don't really want to talk about it. So instead, I brought something that I do want to talk about, and that is my friend, Rudy. Yo, what's going on? Yeah, my first two-time guest. How does that feel? (laughs) I feel special. Well, you've been my only guest so far because everyone else I know fucking sucks, but. <laughs> I'm dependable. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And and you basically are doing nothing else with your life. Same as me. Hey, wow. Don't make me feel like, like I'm doing nothing. Well, you work in the mornings and I only work like two and a half days now thanks to COVID. And, oh, dude, I... I don't even get me started about that, because that put me in a whole foul-ass mood yesterday. What, what's work-life been since... Because yeah, I know you were technically on unemployment, and now you're, like, working again. What's that been like? Well, I'm still working, but I'm working, like, the bare amount of hours, so I can still claim unemployment. Oh, really? Um, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, so... But the issue is with my job which i'm not going to say the company by name but a lot of you who know who i work for um they're pretty shoddy um and essentially uh new york state moved to mode four or moved to phase two um which for my retail company is mode four which means we're allowed to have people in the store uh up to five people including us um we're not getting, we were supposed to get a sanitizing station, but we're not getting that. What? Um, we have, we're required to wear masks, but we're not required to enforce other people to wear masks. So if someone comes in without a mask, we don't have to. I think the New York state statute is up on that anyway, but even still like everything that's going on, you want to keep that on for a while at least. Because you just don't know. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, uh, we're not allowed to force it. Uh, they sent us plexiglass, um, which is not even like a plexiglass. It's just like a little stand that basically does nothing to really protect us. And essentially, uh, I was talking to my boss about it, and it was just like, hey, um, do you feel comfortable with this? Yes or no? And I was just like, no, like I don't feel comfortable. I don't trust people. This is a bad idea. And my boss essentially told me, well, you can say no, but I'll let you know now that they'll replace you. Yikes. So essentially, uh, because I have bills and things to pay, I got bullied into saying, yes, I'm comfortable having people in my store. Wow, that's so messed up. That's the problem with big corporate companies. They don't care, care about the little, like, the front line men. Yeah, so I am very much not happy. And then, to top it off, uh, with everything that's going on after uh, George Floyd uh, and Black Lives Matter, a lot of big corporations have released statements. Um, The place that I work for did not release their own statement. They simply just said... uh, Someone else that is affiliated with our company released a statement... And they basically took that uh, and said, 
we stand with this statement. Wow. Yeah. And on top of that, they gave certain stores uh, in the places that were having the uh, memorial for George Floyd. Uh, stores in those areas got the day off, essentially. So they were closed. Uh, but aside from that, yeah, I am not happy. And that that really ticked me off. But, of course, I want to keep my job. So I'm not about to out them. Yeah. Yeah. It just sucks and, you know, kind of shows you, like, they really don't. They really don't care. You're just kind of like a number in their eyes, which you know is terrible to think which about. I knew because my company got a lot of uh, what is it backlash over how they were treating their employees when COVID first started. Um, but after that, yeah, yeah, it it has not. It's it's really just. Uh, like, everyone's kind of had a negative opinion, at least, like, employees and people, like, on the outside, because you'll see memes and jokes about the company that I work for, but it, it's, uh, morale is kind of low for a lot of people working for the company right now. Well, they need to get their, uh, their act together. Yeah. That's why. That's why so many entrepreneurs are like a thing now. Fed up. Fed up with the big man. True. 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 But enough depressing shit. Let's let's talk some real shit. Real, real shit. All right. So you listen to my podcast. Yes. That was a very hesitant yes, but we'll we'll we're, we're going with it. Uh, you listen to. <laughs> You listen to the parallel universe theory that I had, right? Not all of it, but most of it, yes. Uh, so you didn't get to like the crazy part where like I said that COVID was essentially made by aliens so that no, way they can get, get away. Yeah. I did not get it, to that. Yeah, it was basically this thing that uh the aliens are held up in China because we don't really get a lot of news from China. Um aliens are in what? China. They developed COVID, and COVID is their way so they can go around uh, accidentally killing us, but it's their way of making it so people are inside. So you're not really checking on as many people so they can abduct you and return you. See, I'm not, um, you know, obviously I feel like for me that's a little, a little too much, but, you know, I did read the article that NASA put out about the, you know, this, uh, other universe, I guess not other universe, I forget the exact wording, but... Parallel universe yeah, where the time runs backwards. Yeah, where the time runs backwards, exactly. And they were saying, like, you know, for us, it may seem like there's, you know, time is running backwards for them, but possibly in their eyes, it's pro- we're running backwards, you know what I mean? Which was interesting. And then, like, you know, kind of hearing what you were, ch- what you were saying in China and China about it. I, I don't know. I just, I think it's... I don't think it's not uh, something that's not possible, but I think the alien thing is maybe a little too much. I okay, like, yeah. I feel that by now we would have at least seen something, given the 2020, if if they were actually in China, like you were saying, but I don't know. Then again, well, you never know. That's what I was saying. Like China would be the perfect place for them to hide because everything in China, um, because of how their government is run, is very... We only get the news that they want us to get. 
it's so the news that we get is very uh well look at COVID. Objective. They had they had that under wraps for a little bit. Yeah, and uh I think it was them, like we heard of one confirmed case and then the next day they had none. So it was just like, wait, what happened to that one person? Did they find a cure or did they just off the man? Yeah. Um so I mean, I don't know, that was crazy. That I don't believe that aliens created COVID, but that was just like where my mind took it. But the parallel universe, back to that, how do you think, do you think it's time just goes backwards and we're reverse aging in that universe? Or do you think it's time is just moving backwards, but everything is going the same as it would here, just with minor differences? You know, honestly, you know, aside from, you know, aside from the time thing, I was thinking about it like the other night. And I remember, you know, how in the article they were saying like there's these these like these particles that they would see going in the air, like they would go back through our uh our like airspace, like up like going up and there would be particles coming back down. Like I thought it was almost like a sign where like now this is obviously a stretch and obviously this more has to do I guess with, you know, what you believe in, but I thought it was like almost like you know, the spirits of those people that, you know, people that would die here on Earth, their spirits would go back to that universe and the, the people that, or people or aliens, whatever you want to call them, that would die in that universe, the parallel universe, would come back here and, like, maybe, like, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, God. So, like, reincarnation. Yeah, like, re- yeah, like reincarnate. Because like, you know how, like, there's, I don't know if you ever heard, but you know those, you know, there's those cases where, like, these kids or like you know these people have memories or even like when we have like uh deja vu deja vu or something like that like you know there's certain connections like we don't remember doing it but like our mind is like it, it almost feels like we actually did do it and it was real like what if that was just like another life we lived and we're just remembering snippets of it you know what i mean i don't know it's a stretch but it just made me curious and I had that thought one night right before I was going to bed. I was like, huh, what if that was like, what if those are like spirits that are like, I don't know. It's a stretch, but. See, now, how far do you think the parallel in that universe goes? Because I just had this thought, like, that could be a parallel universe where instead of being black, I'm white. <laughs> I mean,. Do you think parallels will go that the parallel universes go that far, or is it just like I don't think it's eh. a it's, it's a black and white type of thing. I think it's I think it's more so like parallel in the sense that there's similarities, right? Like you know, like I don't think it's a one to one ratio where it's like oh, or if you're black in this universe, you're white in the next one, or if you're uh, genius in this universe, you're, you know, you're, you're not, you're not that smart in the next one. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, I feel like it's more like there was, there's a resemblance, but not a one-to-one resemblance. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I get what you mean. So if you had, if you had to think about it and describe your life in this parallel universe, what do you think it's like? I feel like, honestly, it's like, now, again, this is obviously what I believe and what I think. Like, it's obviously not true, but I think 
you know those decisions that was like those those like life changing decisions we make in life, and like yeah. you know it's either you choose this side or like it's like either like the A and B side type of decisions we make throughout our lives. I think it's kind of like that type of like scenario where it's like, well, in this life I chose the A side, in the parallel universe my other side might have chose the B side. And it may lead me to a whole different route in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what do you think? Like, describe, like, what changes you think are different between you and a parallel universe version of you. Um, I think I might have... I think I might have been a professional baseball player, honestly. Okay. All right. Um, I don't think I would have went to college. Fair. Which, like, you know, those are two, like, it's like, again, it's like, those are such two huge, you know, different decisions. Because, like, there was a point in my life where I was going to go to Dominican Republic instead of high school here in America. You know? So, like, you know, I, I would have never met you, obviously, True. in this other life. I would have I would have been in Dominican Republic for four years of my life. So, like, I would have been there since right out of eighth grade. So my freshman to, freshman to senior year of high school, just playing pure baseball like in the baseball academy over there, which I would have been a completely different person. Yeah, you would have had to get your uh, GED probably, depending if you got called up Yeah. before graduation. You'd probably be dating a Dominican girl. Probably. Probably not. Who knows? But I probably, you know, I could... It, it's just crazy, like, when you think about it like that. It's like, shit, like... But then again, it's like, you don't know, like, what the outcome could be. Because I could have I could have went there and done that and gotten injured. And then, poof, what do I do now? Like, now I don't have a... Now I don't even have a GED. True. So, I think... I think... Uh, I think it's definitely interesting. I definitely think it's... I kind of wish I could see and meet my parallel self. See, if I had to describe my life over there, I feel like that version of me would be more of a tryhard. Definitely would have done very well in school compared to me where, like, I got to a point and I was just like, man, I'm tired of trying so hard if we're all going to end up the same place anyway, so I'm going to just coast. Um, So I feel like that version of me didn't really give up on school as much. Um probably is a lot less of a man whore uh, than I currently am. Uh, do you think, do you think, uh, do you think you would have gone like, <coughs> excuse me, do you think you would have gone to the same schools? Um, Living in Jersey, yes. Uh, I think Actually, no. Me being focused, instead of going to Bishop R, I probably would have went to St. Joe's, um, which isn't, or not Bishop R, but St. Thomas Aquinas. I probably would have ended up at St. Joe's, which would have been an all-boys school, which means I would have interacted more with the all-girls school when it came to dances. Um, I probably, and then since I would have tried so hard in school, I Honestly, I probably could have, if I actually applied myself, gotten into, like, NYU or, I, would, I 
kind of want to say Yale. I think I could have made it to Yale if I actually, like, gave a shit about things. <laughs> like, because that's just me right now. Like, me right now, like, I care about certain issues, but I don't care enough to vocalize them, which I've been vocalizing my issues more, but I think that came more with, like, being an adult and maturity and realizing now that certain things affect my life. Yeah. Whereas before, I kind of had that ignorance of the youth. Um, but definitely, like, I feel like if I had um, kept up my studies, I definitely would have been more vocal about issues and not so lackadaisical about them. So I, prob- I probably would have got went to like Yale or Princeton. I'll say Princeton as opposed to Yale. Definitely Princeton. Alright. Probably would have not... Uh, I didn't intentionally stop. Kind of intentionally kind of didn't. Probably would have gotten into the Rutgers uh, preparatory so I probably would have transferred. But then again, that was only because I was a problem child. So I probably never would have had to go to the Rutgers Preparatory Academy. And I probably would have shopped around boarding schools all right so if you were meeting your parallel self right and let's say you know it's everything that you're saying right now that they are like they're this you know they're this pristine you know high you know high you know keeping themselves high type of person you know what what would be the first thing you would ask them or you, what would be the first thing you would ask yourself, I guess? Um, I feel like the first question I'd ask would be, like, are you married or do you have kids? Because I feel like you can find a lot about, like, yourself by asking, by finding out what kind of person your alternate self is into. Um, but I feel like, that other side of me or that parallel version of me would be so upper echelon and just think he's snooty that I'd want to punch him in the face. So I don't even think I'd have a proper conversation with the guy. I think I'd be pissed off and hate him. Interesting. That is definitely interesting. I don't know if I'd hate my future self, well, my parallel self. I'd be maybe a little envious if they were more successful than I was, I guess. But I guess that's, you know, human nature. Like, you know, you might, especially if it's yourself, you're going to have some type of, like, feelings toward them if they're, like, at a higher stature. I mean, I feel like that would be good and bad for your mental health. Because it'd be good on the sense of, like, okay, so now I know that if I can, if I put the work in, I can actually accomplish the things that I want to set out to do. But then it's just like, well, what am I doing that's holding myself back that I'm not reaching these levels that my parallel self can reach? You're right. So I don't I don't know. But then you also have to think of like the influence because the alternate universe version of myself, me, I was raised with two parents who eventually got divorced. Uh, The parallel version of me could have been raised by a single mother because my dad never came back to Iraq if he was deployed. So, True. like, where you can't... You there's so, there's so, ma- there's so many, like, you know... Variants of the life you could have had. For sure. And the life that, you know, you could have been impacted by. True. Which is, like, 
it's cool. It's definitely cool, but it's also very scary at the same time. And it's oh, just I like, agree with you. do you want to open that door? Like, at the end of the day, would you want to meet the parallel version of yourself? I'm going to say no, because I feel like he'd be a prick. I want to read my parallel self. But then again, I it, I feel like you're, I agree with you a little bit, because I feel like, you know, the person I am, I don't think my parallel self would be the person, the same person that I am. They'd probably be a lot more cocky and more assholey. Well, I'm already if that a, makes sense. Yeah, and I'm already an asshole, so to meet my parallel self and him to be worse than I am, because... I mean, we've been around each other since 2008. So, you know, you've seen me be more of an asshole than I currently am. Like, this is me, like, somewhere in the middle between asshole me in high school and the asshole that I was slowly becoming in college. Like, this is this is very middle ground where it's not as bad as it was. So, like, to think the parallel version of me might still be that asshole that I was about to be. Like, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling that at all. Not feeling the chief. Nah, nah, nah. But enough about parallel universe. I got some questions. I got three questions. Um, okay. and we're going to answer them. Okay. Uh, I'll start because this first question was very, uh, pointedly at me that one of my buddies that I know asked. Um, and it was about boxing. Um, what, when, how, why, and like, where do I plan to go with it? Um, so for me, okay. uh, boxing was a thing that I had talked to one of my buddies about. Well, I, okay. So it started with my dad. Hey, criminal justice, you need to pick something till you can learn to defend yourself and you need to get in shape. Um, and then I was looking into it and I was just like, oh, okay, this is close. Like, I can do this uh, back when I was dating this one girl. Um, and then she left and I kind of just needed something to take my mind off of things. So I brought it up to my buddy and he was just like, yeah, if you do it, I'll do it with you. And I was just like, all right, bet, cool. So I started and I was just like, okay, this is cool. Like, I'm getting in the shape. And then I actually started like getting into it with like sparring and light body work. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I, I, kind of like this and um so then turning it into my first fight I will tell you now that boxing is probably like the best thing that's ever happened for my mental health and not being able to do it right now is really not helping (laughs) um and I miss it and I'm about to start like getting back into the routine because now that everything's uh, starting to slowly open up. I'm going to, uh, you know, get, just get back to running so I can start building back up that stamina and everything. But where do I see it going? Um, I like fighting. I don't want to stop fighting for the foreseeable future. But I'm not sure if I'm going to necessarily go pro with it. Um, if that's something that happens, cool. I would definitely not be opposed to that. But uh, I don't know if long-term pro is necessarily for me. 
Um, it just depends how everything goes from right now. Because as of now, I'm 0-2, two losses. But, you know, I'm about to, once everything starts opening back up, you know, get back on eating right, uh, training harder than ever, and just get ready for 2021 because I'm going to try and take that by storm. So what 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 competitions are you planning to do? Do you have any in mind, or um, are you just looking to just improve, improve, improve? Let's just improve. Um, this year, the only boxing that I got to do was at the Buffalo Golden Gloves. So definitely going to re-enter that again and try and redeem myself from a first-round knockout. Well, I mean, you know, for it being your first time, I didn't think you did a bad job. No, nah, but, I mean, there's definitely a lot. Like, the video that you see was um, is definitely a lot worse than how it actually looked. Um, but, you know, there's just something different about, like, knowing that you can do better and having improved uh, and losing the weight to make it. Because I had, I was, like, 145. And, but leading up to the fight, I was gaining weight instead of losing it. And I just managed the day of to make it to the 140. Like, I had to be 140 exactly. Um, so to make it in, like, that last week, just... So you enjoyed the grind. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just something about, like, that working hard and then seeing my efforts. But then, like, that last fight just really messed with me. Because the first fight, it's like, okay, I got into the ring. I went the three rounds. I'm proud of myself. And then to go from that to, which I blame myself, you know, after that last fight, I was cool. And then it's just like, okay, I want to do Golden Gloves. But I didn't necessarily take it as probably as seriously as I should have. Like, I trained for it. But I feel like I definitely could have done more. But I feel like what I did and at the level that I was, um, which I wasn't expecting, uh, I just feel like I sh- it shouldn't have been a first-round knockout. I feel like he, the guy got me with a solid hit. Um, and then from there, uh, the ref kept backing him up off of me and counting me, so I didn't really get a chance to ever, like, find my rhythm into it. So I feel like that just kind of messed me up. Um, But, you know, you learn, you live, and I'm definitely going to come back harder next year. What What are some things you're looking to improve on? Um... You think you just need more experience in the ring? Definitely a lot more experience. Um, as far as like improvement, it's hard right now because I feel like the minute I step into the ring, things that didn't because there were times where like I'd go to the gym consistently for a week, and then I like because of work and other things that came up, I wouldn't go to the gym for the week. But when I step back in the gym, the things that I hadn't really gotten a chance to work on better than before like leading up to my fight uh my coach was nervous or not nervous but like they were working on my footwork and my footwork was not (laughs) getting any better um leading up to my first fight 
But then the minute I stepped into the ring and then after, like, ever since then, my footwork was a lot better. And they're like, damn, like, what? What happened? We didn't think you'd have that down by your fight. And I was just like, eh. It, it just kind of clicked in my head when I, when I was, like, in the moment. But having not gotten a chance to actually box for a while, um, I feel like it's definitely going to be a lot of a lot of work to get back to that point, right? Yeah, it's like, okay, I know where I was. Like, in my mind, I know where I was and what I needed to work on, which it's always stamina. Like, three rounds, uh, which three rounds are usually about three minutes, like two to three minutes, depending. So that's not, like, six to nine minutes. Um, yeah. But then you got to account for breathing, you're moving around, you're getting hit, and that is a lot. I can take it, like, I have the endurance to stand there. It's just the stamina to keep throwing because you always got to keep your hands moving, keep your hands up. Otherwise, you'll get counted out. So it's just, it's a lot. It's it's definitely a lot more than what you think it is. And it takes a lot. Oh, for sure. I mean, I can imagine. I mean, being an athlete at that caliber, you know, to have – to have that, type. I mean, we have one of our own athletes who's a powerlifter who's learning, you know, to to box right now, and you know, just seeing her do it, uh, you know, and at the caliber of an athlete she is, because she's, you know, she's done, she's done powerlifting, she's done, um, she's dabbled in like uh, Olympic weightlifting. I know some CrossFit as well. Uh, you know, she, she even says it's tough, like it's different. You know, it's not a, you know, you got to be able to move your feet. And you got to be able to adapt to almost any situation, especially when you're so close in combat like that. It's, I mean, I can't imagine it's something easy. Yeah. And then to take from wrestling, you got to have that ring awareness. You got to know, like, all right, if I step too far back, I'm hitting the ropes. Like, I got to figure out, like, how to not have my back to the ropes. I got to get back to the center of the ring. It's just a lot. And it's a lot of props to the professionals who do that in UFC because you're talking now 12 minute, 12. Uh, five to three minute rounds that's crazy like I really can't and even like professional wrestlers like people say that shit is fake I gotta hand it to them like they're going 30 minutes without the breaks for yeah. some of these men so like you know that's that's a lot <laughs> like that is definitely a lot definitely it puts a strain on the body yeah but uh question number two uh which I'll let you answer this one first is uh who is your best friend well that's that's no question i'm speaking to him right now yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, true true um for me like i i gotta break this up, which i'm sure it's not just me like it's your cousins too but like yeah but you know with me it's, it's a lot different of a situation like yeah because you were raised with me, them, so it's more like their brothers and sisters compared to yeah and I didn't really have a lot of friends growing up um you know my family was primarily all my friends until me like really high school um you know in grade school I had my friends but I never really hang, hung out with them after school and um you know it was just a different kind of relationship until high school for you know or high school like you know that's why I actually started hanging out with people and you know other than my cousins and you know, making connections with other people that I normally didn't have before. So, it, you know, it definitely was 
and it is a lot different for me than in your case. Yeah, I I remember like when I started like actually getting like oh like kind of hang out, and it's just like no I'm busy now I'm busy, and then finally the one time I was you hang out, it's like oh it's a family party but you can come through, and I was just like what, and then just like <laughs> hanging around your family and it's just like oh damn like I'm, it 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 kind of felt like getting initiated into like the mafia or the mob it was just like oh i'm family and like your mom hits me up for my birthday or like i'll wish her a happy mother's day or i'll tell you or tell your uh mom to wish your dad a happy father's day and it's just like damn i really got initiated i, I feel like i'm in the yeah, mob dude, it's, it's crazy once you're in it's like you're in yeah yeah your mom calls me her second son i'm just like oh Mi corazón. Oh, my the gosh. No, nah, I love your family, though. They're great. Um, for me, to answer that question, I got to split this up into, like, two categories. Because I have my best friends, which are my guy best friends, which are definitely you, Rudy, uh, Edwin, Will, even though I don't talk to him as much, he's still, like, one of my best friends, Aaron, um, and Chris. But, like, my male best friends, like, those are my brothers. Like, if they need me, middle of the night, 3 a.m., I'm going to hate them and I'm going to curse them out for waking me up, but I'll be there. Like, and I love them and anything they need. Like, sometimes I'm not able to, like, be down there, but, like, yo, if you need me, you got me. And you guys know, like, you can always reach me on my phone. Uh, My female best friends, I'm going to edit this category because I would say I have three but i'm edit it so i only have two because i can't consider a girl my best friend if i want to fuck them <laughs> this, this is this, why this is, is that my new rule. why is that Explain nah because uh because if i have a female friend and i want to fuck them chances are i'm gonna try and fuck them um and i don't know i feel like if I'm going to fuck you, then I want to date you. So, like, by default, my girlfriend should be my best friend. And there are girls I've dated that weren't my best friends, and I'd, they probably didn't know shit about me from the Bible. I don't know, just to say something. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to edit this. Like, if I plan on dating you, like, or I want to fuck you, you're not my best like if I'm if we're dating, then you're automatically my best friend from this point forward. But if I want to fuck you, like you're not my best friend, cause I'm telling you things, and if we fuck, we may end up dating, we may not end up dating. But like I can't call girls that I'm that I'm just fucking my best friend anymore. So like new rule: if I want to fuck you, we can't be best friends, because uh, you'll know about a lot about me, and then we'll fuck. And it may be a continuous thing, it may not, but eventually we might stop talking. So, you know, new rule. Um, so, do the girls that you don't want to fuck take that as an insult? <laughs> no, nah, because the difference is the girls that I don't want to fuck, who are my two best friends that I'm going to say, um, I just have so much love and respect for them. Um, and one of them is a mom and her family. Um, Mm-hmm. 
so it's just like I just love them and respect them so much that like I would not want to like ruin any form of relationship with you because you are my family like I have my sister but I don't really like I talk to her here and there but we don't we're not as close unless we're together um like that's just a big big age gap because like I'm 25 and she's almost 40 so like there's not really too much that we definitely have in common whereas my brother it's a one-year difference between him and my sister but then him and I are super close um but that also comes because we grew up together whereas my sister was raised by her mom so yeah so uh, my female friends, they're basically like my sister or my daughters. Uh, I love them. They're great. If they need me, they can call me. Um, but that's basically Olivia and Emma. Like, those are those are my female best friends. Like, they are my ride or dies, and I would die for them. Like, I just, like, I went and drove to try and save my relationship with my ex. Uh, And so I didn't have to drive home. Emma essentially, like, forced me (laughs) to stay at her house. And I basically, like, chilled with her and her husband. And then in the morning, like, I hung out with her and her son um, and their dog, who absolutely loved me and just stayed on my lap. I love that dog. and then Olivia is basically, you've met her. She's just amazing. She's the best. Um, we talk all the time. And, like, I can go to her, especially when a lot of things are bothering me, especially, like, with girl issues. Like, she'll kind of, like, though it doesn't help that, like, a lot of my girl issues happen to be her friends. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so bad. But, like. You know, she she gets me, and, like, we've just become close, so I am forever thankful that I slept with her roommate and never told her, because that was the start of our friendship, and she's the best. Well, that's good. Yeah. So then, the last question that we got, uh, which I kind of didn't understand, but I'm gonna roll with it, is what, what is the weirdest thing to happen during sex now i don't know if they meant like weird as in like all right well i'm gonna put it out there yeah okay yeah put it out there rudy i asked this question all right and i only asked it because i wanted eddie to answer it because he always has the craziest stories when it comes to this type of stuff so but i figured you know realized that when i said hey send in questions which I even said in the video, sending questions because me and my friend are going to be answering them, that he would have to answer this as well. I shouldn't have to answer it. Well, too bad you responded, so. Uh, so, did you mean, like, weird as in, like, the weirdest thing to happen with a girl, or just, like, it was sex and it was weird? I meant it more so as, like, you know, like the the situation, like the whole the whole thing, like from like the from like the start, like you trying to attempt to get it to you getting it to you finishing, like 
what was what was weird about it? Uh, did anything weird happen during it, so to speak? I didn't want to type too much in there because you can't type that much in the in the Instagram question box. But all right, do you want to take this first, and then I can no, take no, it, no. and then we can I want transition. You to go. All right, so you want me to answer, then you'll answer, and then we'll transition. Yeah. All right. So there was this girl, lovely girl, um, that I met one summer and we became friends and like I always thought she was attractive so her and I we would talk on and off on and off Uh, we've made out a couple times Uh, at one point she had a boyfriend Uh, she and her boyfriend broke up Uh, at the time I worked at a movie theater so we went saw a movie went back to my car to wait for the other movie Um, I got that sloppy toppy and then uh, we I don't think we ended up seeing the movie. I think I just took her back home after. Um, And then there was another time. uh, I'm not sure if I was dating a girl or if I was in between relationships at this point. Uh, We hung out a different time. uh, And Okay, yeah, I was dating someone. So we hung out. Um, something happened uh, while we were together. Her and I got... It, it was, I just don't want to get into the situation, but it was just a weird situation <laughs> that she had been in before and she didn't bother to mention it to me. So we were hanging out, just talking, whatever, um, and we were in the mall parking lot and we ended up uh, I got the sloppy again. I reciprocated this time, not sloppy, but something else. Uh, and I dropped her off. Um, which, mind you, this was not like the best moment. I was in a very, I'll say, difficult relationship. I did have strong feelings for the girl that I was with, but it was at a time where like a lot of things were just piling up Mm -hmm. and I wasn't about to break up with her, but it was like around the time when we were starting to fight. So, um, so then fast forward, I went home over vacation and I was supposed to hang out with a different girl who also knew the girl um, that these instances occurred with. But she ended up... uh, The first night I was supposed to hang out with her, uh, she never texted me, but the girl uh, that the instances that occurred with was texting me. And I was just like, oh, I'm supposed to see this person maybe tomorrow. Um, So I never heard from the girl that I was supposed to hang out with. Um... And then, so the girl that the instances occurred with had had uh, texted me to hang out. And I was just like, all right, cool, whatever. Like, it's, I didn't want to put myself in that situation because I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. But I played stupid. I was just like, all right, maybe it's not. Maybe this is just something completely innocent. So I get to her place. Um, she's drinking and I'm just like, nah, I gotta go home late. Cause at the time 
uh, I think my dad was away for something. Or was my dad away? I don't know. Like, dude, this timeline is like when my parents are fighting. So, yes, my dad was not staying at the house. I think. I don't know. Dude, the timeline for my parents fighting is so fucked. Um, (laughs) Thank God they got divorced. But uh, I think but only my mom was home at the time. So I was just like, well, fuck, like, I'm not going to spend the night out because then my mom will get suspicious. And my mom, knowing that I was in a relationship with someone, it was just not worth saying, like, oh, I was at, I was, I stayed at one of the guys' house. Even though, like, she knew because there were times where I would be out with you till, like, two in the morning or with Aaron yeah. and Edwin. And I wouldn't get home till, like, there was one time I was hanging out with Aaron. I didn't get home till eight in the morning. I didn't even sleep at his place. We were just up. Wow. We were just up until eight in the morning, and that's when I drove home. It, it was just, oh. So anyway, um, so I'm with the girl, and I'm just, and she was drinking. And she was like, "Oh, okay, cool." I, uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt was on Netflix. This was like when it first came out. Okay. Um, so, you know, we're watching, and she's telling me about the show, and like we're talking. And then I don't even know how it started, but she ki- we kissed, and it's just like, all right, this is ending in sex finally, which is like okay, so like, because <laughs> this is me with the mindset that like, if I want a girl, um, eventually, like I I would like if the if it if the situation is right, like if. And the girl's consenting. Like, if I want her, I will have her. Mm-hmm. That, that, like, if she ever told me to back off, like, 100% respect to her relationships or her choices, whatever. Um, so we start making out. Uh, gorgeous girl. Um, and it leads to sex. And, you know, we're, we're doing it. And then... I have her on her back and I go to do missionary. I'm trying not to be like super vulgar and descriptive. <laughs> like I could tell because usually, usually, usually you wouldn't be a say lot it like worse. this. Yes, there would yeah, be a lot but, worse. Yeah. But I would just lie with it. Yeah, because you know uh my family sometimes listens to this. Well not my brother listens to it, which I'm I don't want to like scar him, but I think he kinda <laughs> knows like uh, I'm <laughs> I'm not like sitting at home playing video games. I think he kind of knows that I'm. Well, he's seen, he's met a couple of my girlfriends, but I don't think he realizes in depth what a man whore his brother is. But uh, I think his mind is just play on player. You do what you got to do. Um, but anyway, so like we go to have sex missionary because me personally, I'm a fan of the eye contact. I like the eye contact. I like seeing the facial expressions and she was just like no and i was just like wait what and then she's just like i just don't do missionary and i was just like oh Oh. okay so instead she rides me and and, you know we finish up but it was it just felt awkward like the whole time like from the minute the penetration began to like the end just felt awkward and I think that was the first girl I ever slept with that had her nipples pierced, too. Wow. Yeah, but, it, like, she's a great girl. We don't really talk so much now. 
I think it was just something we both needed to get out of our systems. But for me, it was just like awkward and I couldn't get into it. So, so was it because you couldn't look at her or was it because she was taking control of the situation? I feel like it was. I'll attribute it to three things. Uh, my guilty conscience. Uh, I will say that that probably played like a part in it. Okay. Um, definitely not her taking control. I don't mind girls who take control like here and there. Um, definitely not being able to like to some degree enjoy it because it's nice hitting it from the back. It's nice when a girl rides. But for me personally, there's just something nice about missionary. Um, Not so much like the vanilla, which I think also now that I'm older, I can definitely say like now that I've been with a couple girls who have made me, not made me, but like opened my eyes to experimenting with different things. There's definitely more things I enjoy now, but at the time, having only slept with, let me see, she would have been, like, four girls, or, no, having only slept with five girls at the time, like, definitely, like, I feel like that, it was an experience. Because, you know, like, the first couple girls you sleep with, it's like, okay, I'm still figuring out what works for me. Yeah. Um. So, like, definitely by the sixth girl I slept with, that's when, like, it started opening my eyes to, like, different things. And that's where I started finding kind of, like, my sexual stride of how I operate. But I, that that did definitely mess with me a bit. Like, I will not, I will not deny it. Damn. All right. Well, I guess that leaves me, huh? Yeah. What? What's your weirdest? Wait. Is oh, I feel like this is okay. I know what I'm thinking of for you, but I want to hear yours. So my weirdest. Um... All right. Well. I guess the situation itself, how it developed, was weird for me. And I'd even go as far to say a bit scary. <laughs> I feel like I have not heard this story. I am intrigued. No, I think you have. Maybe. maybe. I don't remember. I probably told you. But so there was this, it was a freshman year of college. I'm not going to go name names, obviously. But, um, you know, freshman year was... For me, I mean, definitely the party year, like, you know, as is, I think, for many freshmen, like, it's the year you're finding yourself, you're trying to balance things, and you're also trying to socialize as much as possible with everyone that you meet. And, you know, I feel like I did just that freshman year, if not more, maybe a little too much. (laughs) Um, So, you know, there was this one chick that was, you know, really – into me, I guess maybe a little too much, 
to the extent where, for me personally, I'm the type of guy I don't like. And obviously, this can, this may, I, I hope this doesn't sound bad. I don't mean it to sound bad, but I don't like, I guess, when, when women um, throw themselves onto me. Like, I prefer, you know, the old school, like, you know, let me, get, give me a little, give me a little chase. Like, let me, let me, let me chase it or something, you know. You know, does that make sense? I'm not even I'm saying it right, but like, no, I yeah, like the chase. You're the old school guy that you prefer to go after the girl, not the girl go after you. Like, it's cool when they go after you to let you know that you're interested. Yeah. But then after letting them know that they're interested you want to be the one to pursue it further. Yeah, like exactly. I think that's I think that's exactly how I meant. Like it's I, and you know, I don't I don't I don't, you know, obviously no one way is right and no one way is wrong, so it's just the way I prefer it and you know, I personally just get a little turned off for it when turned off by it. if a girl is a little too persistent and you know, she's uh you know, she's a little, she's doing a little too much. So anyway, that being said, so that is the type of girl I was dealing with. Right. So, um, you know, so we're at this party one time and, you know, at the time I was, you know, I was part of the baseball team. So they called it the baseball house and, uh, there was a big party, blah, blah, blah. And I was really, really wasted. And upon being wasted, uh, the girl was there, and upon my arrival, as I'm saying hi to everyone, and I'm totally wasted, she is, like, following me around as I'm saying hi to these people, so immediately right there for me, I'm like, okay, this is not, this is not attractive, like, I don't want you, like, you know, like, kind of, like, following me uh basically like a lost puppy yeah like it was just it was obnoxious and like she was like she was like the type of person where like as like i'm and i'm I'm pretty sure she was drunk too like you know everyone was drinking there and you know so that may have obviously added to it like um but besides the case you know as I'm having these conversations with people, she would just kind of butt in and like kind of throw herself in the conversation. And then like, you know, I'd just be like, I'd awkwardly walk away to the next person to try to start a conversation. It'd just be like a whole, like throughout the whole entire night, I was like that. So as, as the night goes on, I'm like avoiding her at all costs. And the party's ending or whatever. And, um, you know, my buddy at the time, like I, my roommate, uh, George, uh, 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 you, I'm, I'm sure, yeah, you met George. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Uh, I, lo- I love him. Uh, um, miss him. Haven't seen him in a while, George. If you're listening, uh, but anyway, probably not. No, but <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, so so it's time to leave, right? And you know, this fucking guy, George, he goes like, "Oh, dude, you should go with her, man." Go like all night. He's been trying to push me on her, and I'm like not having it. And mind you, I'm wasted while saying this. I'm like, no, don't do it. I don't want to go. No. I'm like, let me go with you. I'm leaving with you. And he's like, no. So he pulls the fast one on me and he leaves. And she is the entire time saying, oh, you can leave with me, Rudy. You can leave with me. I'm like, no. 
And mind you, like, this house is, like, a decent walk away from, you know, from the dorm. So, like, there was no way I was going to walk back. Like, I couldn't. Like, it was cold and I was drunk. So, like, there was no way I was going to be able to walk back. Um, that being said, I ended up going with her. And uh, she didn't drive us back, obviously. One of her friends did. But, um, yeah. you know, she drove us. Got back to the dorms, and I'm trying to go back to my dorm room. Like, oh, like I gotta go to the dorm, blah, blah, blah. She's like, no, no, like, you're too drunk. You should just come in my room, blah, blah, blah. Like, because where, where her friend dropped us off was obviously near her room. It was yeah, closer. It was, it was right next to her room. And my room is like, my room is like, wait, like, it's in a completely different hall. Like, I have to walk a good amount to get there. So it's a trap. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, so obviously I get dragged into it, you know, um, hence why I'm telling the story. And um, lo and behold, it was like a flash. I mean, like, this is how this is how gone I was. Because, like, I feel like at one moment I'm outside saying I should go to my dorm room. And the next moment she's on top of me and I have no idea what the hell is going on. <laughs> so, um the good old blackout oh, fine just to like shut her off and then, dude oh, i felt like i was like a doll like a rag doll just laying there um and it was just so weird because like you know after we were done i don't know how she lived she was on the top bunk so i don't know how my ass got up there i, I don't even remember i just remember i remember waking up in the middle of the night still freaking drunk not as drunk, obviously, as I was, you know, during it. But, like, I woke up still pretty drunk. And I see her there sleeping next to me. And like, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like, this is, was not in the plan. Like, I didn't want to do this. So, my drunk ass sneaks out of bed. And Wait, I leave. So you ended up sneaking out? <laughs> I... I ended up sneaking out, yep, and it was, it was definitely, um, not a quiet sneak out. She probably definitely heard me because I was so drunk. I didn't have any of my clothes on, obviously. I was trying for my clothes on. Oh, God, it was such a bad situation. And it was so weird because it was just like, can you hear me? So how many things did you knock over on your way out? Oh, at least a dozen. Her whole desk was like, was like my, was my place of like where all my clothes were at. So I was knocking over her, her like pen holder, her like stapler, everything. It was, it was a master. to, To work on that sneak. You need to get better with that stuff, man. Well, I don't need to I'm anymore. Sure now. Uh, we probably sound like a couple of dickheads. Yeah, I want no one to. Yeah, don't get that impression, please, because this don't was think... like. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, don't think badly of us, and I'm sure. They were, you talked to her afterwards about it, right? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I guess, but nothing like, 
Nothing extensive. Consenting adults. Yes, that's that's the main yes. part. Is that your real and, Well, listen, I don't, listen, I don't know if listen, I really man, I don't need a scandal on my podcast. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, did you hear the episode where Rudy, where Rudy talked about how he was taking advantage? Like, no, they talked about it afterwards. They reaffirmed that they were consenting, for the most part, adults. I don't know if it's yeah. Yes, that's, we'll go that's with the that. narrative we're pushing here. But um, but it was interesting to say the least. So that was my weirdest. I I wouldn't even say it was that weird. It was just very like unorthodox. Actually, your story now reminded me of something else I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I'm gonna put this in the oven for right now. Sorry, I got my food like while we were talking. Yes, like I said, this is not a professional podcast. This is a something. So yes, I got food. Damn it, <laughs> I'm hungry. I gotta eat. And this was like an hour, and I have not eaten yet today. But um, so. But your story did uh, remind me of something else I wanted to talk to you about before we get into the real subject that I know you want to ask me about is uh, cancel culture, which you're aware it's like people digging up old tweets and videos and essentially crying outrage over the things that these people are saying. In order so they get fired or lose work opportunities. Um, and the reason why I brought this up is because the most recent one was Hartley Sawyer. I don't know if you watched The Flash from the CW, but he. I've have you seen it recent episodes? Before. Like 2017. No, okay, I, so essentially he plays a hero called The Elongated Man. And there were some racist and very disturbing comments that he made on there, Um, some of which were very inappropriate, and I'm not going to repeat any of them. But it got me thinking, like, these tweets were made in 2012. You are now talking eight years. I don't know about you. Actually, probably not you, because you don't use social media like that. But I'm sure if someone tried hard enough, they can find something I said from probably 20 from that's from probably 2012, 2013, 2014, like any time period, um, except for probably like the last couple of years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like someone, something from eight years ago and yeah, you can mm-hmm. dig it up and you can use it on me. One, why do you have that much free time that you want to ruin my life like that? Um, which I don't think there's anything like super um, controversial anymore, considering I deleted my old Facebook um, of a lot of things. Um, and considering Twitter, Twitter's Twitter, I don't really do a lot of things with that that aren't mostly retweets and stuff. But what do you think is this should be the statute of limitations on how far back a tweet can get your 
job uh, ruined. Because not just him, but the whole thing with James Gunn, where he got fired from tweets back in like 2008, I think. Like somewhere between 2008 and 2012. Or even like a comedian. Like comedians say the most outlandish shit all the time. And sometimes they may put it on social media. So what really is like... Like, Kevin Hart got canceled for stuff. Like, what What do you think is the statute of limitations? I think... Um, you know, I think... First of all, comedians, I don't think, should be getting backlash. You know, I think... Comedy is comedy, and if you can't laugh at jokes because you're too sensitive, then why the fuck? Yeah, are you there are you comedians know? out there who are offensive um, for the sake of being offensive because offensive humor is just what they find funny. Exactly, um, and I don't think comedians should be getting punished or penalized for that. For that very reason, this is their job, dude. Like, at the end of the day, like, they're just providing an outlet for people to, you know, laugh. Um, and it's it's kind of ridiculous that a comedian has to, you know, I think in my eyes, I think, uh, adjust their jokes just because people's feelings get hurt. Like, obviously, they don't, they're not saying with intent to be mean. They're saying with intent to make you laugh, to bring joy into your life. So, you know, I think it's a little, I think it's a lot. I think it's very ridiculous. I think it's, you know, I think comedians should be able to get a pass. Now, when it comes to, you know, celebrities or just people in general, excuse me, people in general, um, you know, about their posts in the past and what they've said and, you know, should they be getting penalized for it? Um, I think to some degree they should and to some degree they shouldn't. And by I mean, like, well, what I mean is that is if, if they've, if in the last five years, right, they've said something that maybe, I wouldn't even say the last five, maybe in the last year or two, that they said something that seemed harsh or they tweeted something was what I mean, that is obviously harsh or, you know, doesn't doesn't really align with, like, your values as a person, then, yeah, why not hold them accountable? But, like, after that point, after that year or two, like, if it's, like, 10 years ago, like we're saying now, or like 12 or 20 years ago, for example, like, you know, it, it just gets to a point like, dude, like, well, what about everything they, everything they said after that? Like, you know, everything they stand for now as a person, like, you know, like if, for example, like, you know, this hypothetical, obviously, but for example, if they said something, uh, you know, that hurt your feelings 10 years ago, but now 10 years later, they're, you know, they're this great person that, you know, 
does great things and says great things and, you know, is obviously a great motivator and influencer to people around the world that brings happiness to people, then why the fuck does it matter what they said 10 years ago? Obviously, they've grown as a person, you know? They've developed and been able to change. Um, I don't think we should punish them for what they said 10 years ago because 10 years ago, they could have been a naive person and not have known better. Like, most of us have when we're young and and stupid like you know we're you know we just don't know better when we're at a certain age in our lives so um you know that's how i feel about it i think to a certain point you can hold people accountable but i think when it gets like double digits or even when it gets past five years i think it becomes a little ridiculous especially if the person is like you know, you could see clearly they're doing better in the world. Like, they're making a change in the world or they're just doing better for themselves, you know? And you could see they've become a better person in general. I think it becomes ridiculous when you start bringing things up in their past because, you know, what Then what? What does it mean what they've done now? Like, you know, what? it, see, it has to mean something. Uh, statute of limitations so. for crimes is within 10 years. So if you committed a crime within the last 10 years, you can get tried for it. But once you're past that 10-year status, it, it's basically like, well, who cares if I tell people that I killed someone? It's like, you can't do anything about it. Hypothetically, like, I'm not saying that I killed someone in the last 10 years. I'm just saying, like, if you did a crime, you're not caught after the 10-year mm-hmm. mark, you're good. Um, now, when it comes to celebrities tweeting things, like... Even James Gunn, like his uh, sick jokes, um, a lot of, like, yes, some people were disturbed or not in the right headspace, but for all you know, since then, that person's gotten can- uh, counseling. This person figured out that they were diagnosed with a disorder, and they've gotten help for it. They started taking medications. Um, they have a therapist. Um, any number of things could happen between, like, the time when they're doing it when they said those things and now um i feel if it's more than three years let it go like if it's over three years ago fine but if it's within a three-year status like if i found out the celebrity said something racist in 2017 like oh no you you gotta go but like if you say something racist um or derogatory and it was eight years ago but like since then i can see now like okay clearly you said something from a place of hurt and anger you have your own issues you had your issues but if you've progressed from that morally and ethically and it shows in your work then what do i care what you said Obviously, you change your mind. You're not still being a hateful ignoramus. Um, so do you think, going to your last statement where you were saying if a celebrity or someone says something racial or racist, um, like, for example, on their Twitter account, like in 2017, and you would still hold them accountable now, what if within those last three years, their views and them as a person, they've changed and and grown, and you could see that? Would you still hold them accountable? Yes, 
because that's way too recent of a time frame for me to like it's like any uh okay so like when you go to jail right you say you're sentenced to 10 years you get out in three no one's gonna believe you're rehabilitated so you gotta work and work you gotta do your time your probation you gotta set yourself off as a pillar of the community um so that way other people will believe no one's gonna believe excuse me that right out of jail, you actually have been rehabilitated. Not that our criminal justice system actually does anything worth a damn towards rehabilitation. That's a that's a conversation for another day. But um, you know, once you're out in society, you got to prove that you're not the same person that went to jail or even was in jail. So you got to work those extra three to five years. You know what I'm saying? So like, they can show that they've changed in that three year span. But you got to keep working. Like, I got to keep seeing that change. Whereas if you said something eight years ago, that's now seven years from when you said that, that I can see, like, okay, what has their work reflected since saying that? You know? Um, but I also mm-hmm. think cancel culture is stupid because people will only cancel someone if they don't like them. Whereas... For, this is my prime example, and this is the only person who I will, if I can pirate their music, I will, unless you, and I will pirate it, and I will encourage pirating his music, is Chris Brown, because he doesn't deserve a dime. The minute he beat Rihanna, he should have been canceled. He should not have had the career that he has. He is a toxic individual. Um, and everybody loves him. I don't know why. It's because he's good looking and he can dance and he's that light skin black. Um, but you know, he did that. And then a couple months later, you, you heard girls having the, or a year, a couple years later, you heard girls having the audacity to say, uh, Chris Brown could beat me like he did Rihanna. And in my mind, I'm like, you saw what this woman looked like? How how can you say something like that when he beat the living bricks out of her over a phone? Over a phone. Yeah. So to me, like, Chris Brown deserved to get canceled. He never properly got canceled. And then uh, with when he was dating Kalani and she broke up and he would go on her Instagram and leave little messages Saying like, oh, I want you back, or starting beef with the guys that she started dating after him. It, he he's he's toxic. He's a toxic person. Who, yes, he has amazing set of vocals. Yes, he is a talented, a very talented dancer. Um, but he's proven that when it comes to women, he is very toxic. And the fact that he has. I think it's two. I'm not sure if he has one daughter or two. I know he definitely has the one. But I hope eventually someone brings up his past history to his daughters and he has to explain to them um, his actions and that he was wrong because that, that's not okay. Like, how he was towards women is not okay. Um, and being in the public eye, everyone wants to hold 
people to a higher standard, but you have a man who literally beat a woman and then harassed another one and he is just fine. Like, to me, that is an instance of when cancel culture should have flourished, but instead it wants to go after actors and actresses and directors who said things eight years ago. But meanwhile, something like beating and harassing women has not followed Chris Brown, at least not in a way that has been seen publicly, where he's being held accountable for what he did. And to me, that's terrible. But then you have actors and actresses losing their jobs over things they said eight years ago, ten years ago. Like, come on. And then, like, I think the part that really bothers me about cancel culture now, or at least recently, um, there's an actress you probably don't know her because she was on a Disney Channel show named Sky Jackson. Um, she's a celebrity. And I'm on board with what she's doing, but at the same time, I'm kind of iffy about it because she is sharing the social media's of people on Twitter, like their Instagrams and their Twitters. Um, and it's a bunch of uh, white people saying and doing racist things and basically sending it to the schools that they're getting into or the schools that they're currently attending and saying, hey, we want something done about these students. Which I think it's great. Um, people should know who they're interacting with but at the same time if I don't completely agree with someone of such a high status ruining the lives of other people it'd be one thing if she was just like retweeting or and showing like their instas and their twitters and just letting their classmates handle it or figure out like how they want to approach things but then for her to actively be going after the schools and saying like hey this is your student what are you doing you accepted this student into your school what are you because it's not a school's job to police people's social medias it's not um but i also feel that by harming these students chances of going to these colleges and universities uh, she's damaging their chance to better themselves and get out of the small mindedness that they may have from interacting with people with different backgrounds and different cultures so instead of allowing them the chance to grow out of that they're now being presented with a more well now I didn't get into school or I got my acceptance turned down because of mm-hmm. this African American woman who has now stifled my chance and I feel like it's breeding more hatred and racism oh, yeah and my. a bigger divide instead of you know 
if the schools happen to catch wind of it and the schools see it, fine. But to like actively go after it, I feel like it's not going to help the issue because college is an important part of like people learning to grow. And if you're just going to be stuck in the same small-minded area that you're at, um, which I don't know where these kids are from, but like, or what schools they applied to or got accepted to, but you know, if they are going to schools away from home or outside of that little small town that they're in, um, because it's one thing to go to college and it's, you're still racist by the time you get out of college and there's something fundamentally wrong with you. But if you go to college racist mm-hmm. and you come out and you learn and you can see um, why it, it's a chance for them to grow and become better than who they are now and forcing them to go to the community college, which, or even no college. So now you have less people going to getting accepted into college. Um, granted they're all white eventually they'll be able to go back to college. But for some of them, this is like their one chance or, you know, for whatever reason. So now it's kind of just like, now they're going to be in a more hostile environment because maybe like their parents didn't know they were saying or doing racist things. So now, you know, it's just like a very slippery slope to go down. And I find it difficult, especially being, like I said earlier, that she is a very high profiled uh or maybe not i don't know but she is that upper status celebrity um basically kind of bullying not like she's exposing racists but at the same time these are people her age maybe a little bit younger um because i believe she's only i don't even know how old she she might only be like 13 14 there are people around her age that she's essentially just ruining their lives. I mean, they ruined it themselves by being racist, yes, but instead of having that chance to grow, they're now just going to grow in the sense of in their own narrow-mindedness. Like, sure, maybe some of them will learn from this, like, Mm -hmm. hey, I shouldn't have been racist, this ruined my chance, but others may turn that outward especially the people not mature enough to accept their own actions exactly that, that's where yeah. it becomes a problem um, but enough of that this is the part that I know Rudy really wanted to do so Rudy yes. what was it let's talk about sex baby let's talk about you and me Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that can be. Let's talk about sex. I really wanted to do that as soon as I said this was going to be the subject. It's a good intro. Yes, I love that song so much. But yes, I said you could ask me questions about it and I will answer them on the podcast. So I'll let well, you have a couple. Every, everything on the table or? Um, I mean... I'll, I'll I'll let you know if I'll I'll pass on some things, but if you ask, okay. all right, all right, all right. Um, though there is one event that is not getting discussed <laughs> off that, and you know exactly which one it is. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I'll steer clear from it. Um, well, you mentioned your favorite person's missionary earlier. Yeah. Um. 
And you mentioned it was, I believe, because of the eye contact, right? Yeah, eye contact and seeing the facial expression. Uh, that that connection. I feel like there's a lot of connection and things you can learn from looking at someone's eyes, um, even though most of the time her eyes are closed. But those few seconds when they're open, you can really get a lot out of. All right, so what? what is the position you hate the most and why? Uh, uh, t- 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 ah, what position? What position do I hate? Come on, there's gotta be one. I uh, I won't say it's a pos. Instead of position, can we say sexual act? Fine. Okay, so because I I can't really think of a position I hate. Um, except right, for, no. No, except no, for no. like, uh, like occasionally missionary, like, yeah, like I like the close missionary sometimes because sometimes holding yourself up, it just fucking sucks, man. Like you could do as many pushups as you want, but that shit fucking sucks, bro. Or planks. I don't know. I hate it. I, like I prefer close, like grabbing. Anyway, um, one position that I, or sexual act that I don't really hate but more so just I'm uncomfortable with a little bit is blowjobs. Really? Like, I like getting them here and there. But aside from a few instances, I don't normally finish. And I'm not talking like, oh, like I finish in a mouth blowjob. Like, I'm talking like it started with head, is head all the way through, ends in head. Like I, uh, it's I, it's just not a favorite of mine. I'll enjoy it occasionally, you know, because who doesn't like having their penis in somebody's mouth? But <laughs> <laughs> aside from that, not a huge fan. Not not a huge fan. Occasionally, it's be like, man, I just want this in the head right now. Um, but usually, yeah, no, not not high up on my list. Like I would rather uh, spend most of my time. Going down on a girl, then getting head. Uh, what was the craziest thing a girl has done to you to wow you during sex? Like, you're like, like during sex, you were like, holy shit, this girl knows how to fuck her. Like, you know, something like that. Like, some type of reaction like that. Uh, I don't know. To really wow. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had like, I mean, I've had sex that was like, wow. Like, by the end of it, it was just, wow. But I've never had anything like that in that one particular moment was just like, damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, like I've had sex that's been wow, but never sex that's just like, okay, just this one part is just like, oh, god damn. You did. Uh, well, uh, I mean, I've made a girl squirt, so that's a couple times I've made a couple girls squirt. But I mean, that's like the one thing that's just like, wow, <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. And then one time I had a girl be like, neither did I. I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> We're both learning things today. Oh, that, was, that was my uh, science lesson for the day. 
That's hilarious. All right. Um, well, so during sex, like every guy, I feel like has that one thing that kind of makes it like, like they need to do in order to like, you know, finish or whatever. What's that one thing for you? Or do you even have that one thing? Um, no. No. See, not, like, I don't have a one thing. It's kind of just, like, it's like, like stars have to align into a certain way. There's not um, that one thing that always has to be done for you during sex in order for you to in order for you to finish it now. Not really, no. Because um, for me, it's not like, hey, if I do this, like, I'll automatically, like, no, nah, there have been times where it's like, I can do everything possible and, like, nothing. Like, sometimes it, it's just like, I got to be in the mindset that, like, yo, I'm about to, I'm about to, Left from bus, man. Like it just, I don't know. Things just have to be right, like, um, cause like I've had, uh, like I've had sex where like if I wasn't necessarily like feeling it with the girl, like shit's not happening. Like it's not, like no matter how hard I try, like I'm not gonna. And bust like I'm not busting, so um, it's really just like that. It it just things have to be, of like I just have to really just vibe with the person, I guess. Which is why like I can't say, like I can say like oh yeah I have a type of girl that I like or like oh I like this on a girl I like this, but like when it comes down to it, if I vibe with you like we can make it happen, like, it, it don't matter, like, you've seen, like, the varying girls I've dated, like, it, I really don't have a type. This is very true, I have seen. Like, I'll say, like, oh, I like girls. Actually, funny thing, I was thinking about this in the bathroom at work, I was like, man, I really, like, when, if we were in high school, remember, I said, damn, I really like blondes, I love me a blonde, I love me a, I love blondes, and I like cheerleaders, right? Um, I think now that I'm older, it transitioned to, I like, flexible girls. Not, not, like, super flexible, but, like, some flexibility there. Mm-hmm. And brunettes. I think I'm more of a brunette guy now. Because I think a lot of the girls I date... Like, I dated a blonde, I've dated a couple blondes, but, like, mostly brunettes. Interesting. Yeah. But no, there's not like that one thing that I have to do in order to get me to bust. Like, no, it's it's just like it has to. There has to be a vibe. If there's no vibe, I'm not busting. And sometimes even if there is a vibe, if it's not right, like I'm not busting. All right. Um. Damn. Uh, this is hard. I'm trying to think uh, what else. Like, I'm trying to keep it like. Non-specific, non-specific as possible, like not to specific events, because I know there's plenty of things I could bring up, but uh, uh, I don't know if your podcast is ready for that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't, man. I feel like 
off of rip, I know I'm going to get like a text or a call from my brother like, yo, what is this last episode? My G, I did not need it. And I'm going to be like, yo, I'm experimenting. I got to figure out not really the niche of the podcast, but just like, yo, whatever. See what people like. Yeah. Um, if there's one. Uh, something down. If but. there's. All right, if there's if there's something if there's something uh that um that you haven't done during sex and you would you would want to do, what would it be? Uh threesome. That really? that is really that is like the one last thing that I want to do before I enter a serious relationship is I wanna have a threesome at some point. Be like I, I don't even want to get married until I have a threesome. Like, cause like Everything's fun. Like you've had sex, you've done anal, you've made a girl square. Like, and that's all cool. That's fun. I used to have a sex bucket list. Like, I wanted to sleep with like two girls who happen to be sisters. Um, I wanted to sleep with one. Like, I wanted to pull a perfect week if I could. That that shit would not happen. That perfect I, week. Dude, oh you were, oh yeah, you remember that time you stayed I was supposed to try a perfect yeah, no, that that's just not happening. <laughs> um that'd be crazy. I almost did like perfect weekends. <laughs> that would be like, crazy. Perfect week. Yeah, like I mean aside from yeah, like a perfect week, eh, maybe. Um but definitely like the threesome. That I feel like that's something that I want to do before I enter like a super serious relationship. Um, because you know I just want to be fulfilled. In... So you want to you want to do it with obviously someone that isn't your partner, right? Am I right? Depending on the situation of how the threesome is going. So, if you get in a serious relationship and your partner wants to have a threesome, whether it be female or male, would you do it? If it's like two guys, I, that I'll, that would take a lot of convincing. <laughs> that would take a like I can't even lie. That that would take a lot of convincing. Like that that would probably be a hard no unless you can say something. That would definitely convince me. Like that, that would be a hard no unless you can say some magic words that would convince me to do that. If we're if it's a girl I'm not dating, fuck it, whatever. Like, drop on the condoms, so, let's go. Um, so if it's go yeah, ahead, go ahead, so go ahead. Like, yeah, the two guys. If it's a serious partner, hell no. Unless you can somehow convince me hell no if it's some random chick that's more of a maybe that's more of like maybe to yes whereas like the other one would be no to maybe um with um if but if it's like we're in a serious either way if it's two girls yes um all the way um but the other way like it depends on the status of the relationship So, so even even if it's you're in a relationship and it's and your girl's like, let's do it with another girl, you would it would take convincing for you. 
No, if, if I'm in a relationship and she says, let's do it with another girl, um, that's fine. <laughs> wow. I know, I know that's like a double standard, but at the same time, it's just like... That is a double standard. It is very... But see, like, if it's a girl, you're never going to want to see the girl again. So it doesn't matter. But I feel like if it's a guy... I feel like you want to know the guy. Right? Like, because you want to be able to be comfortable with the guy. With the girl, you don't care. So I feel like if it's another guy. Well, it's like almost that that masculinity factor, right? Like, you want to have that. You want to assure yourself, okay, this guy's not going to, like, end up taking my girl, so to speak. You know what I mean? Nah, like, from, it's not even that. Because, like, yo, if, if you're able to take my girl, then I don't want her. Which is something that I've had to realize recently. Like, um, considering, like, you know, I ended up in a relationship where she still liked her ex. And I was unaware of that until it was brought to my attention. Uh, which I think it was kind of, like, I knew, but I was, like, convincing myself it wasn't true until, like, that's the reason we broke up. Um, but like, it's the same reason why I don't date exes. Like I could never get back with one of my exes because if we broke up, we broke up for a reason. And that reason, like we can change, but there's a chance that that reason is going to become prevalent again. I'm not going to take that risk. There's maybe one girl, maybe two. And I'll say two because I didn't even date the other one that I would potentially break that rule for. But at the end of the day, no, we broke up. We broke up for a reason. That's it. So, like, if it's, like, two guys and my girl and we're dating, like, if I have to worry about the guy taking you and you end up leaving with the guy, you aren't a girl worth having because there's no loyalty in that. Mm-hmm. Because just because you have sexual chemistry with someone doesn't mean everything fits. That's become, like I said, it's a vibe. Like, um, to my back to my weird story, like, I vibed with that girl, but I guess, like, the sexual chemistry just wasn't there, so it was just awkward. What? Yeah. Um, all right, damn, I respect that. Yeah. Like, I have no, like, I'm comfortable with who I am and my sexuality that I'm not threatened by another guy unless you give me a reason to be, which if you're giving me a reason to be threatened by other guys, are are you really the girl that I want to be with then? True. That is true. Because that shit's for the birds. That was a bad bird noise. <laughs> um. Well, I guess veering off that a little bit. Uh, you know what? What would it? What would it take for? Either the girl you're in a relationship with or just a girl you're just 
digging to convince you to do it with another guy. Like just you and here and the guy. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, that's the thing. Like, I'd have to hear the words. Like, what, what am I getting out of this? Are you paying me? Like, <laughs> is this like, how much would she have to pay like, you? <laughs> I don't know because if I'm dating her, like I'm not. All right, know, if you're not dating her, let's, not say, let's say you're not dating her. A G. I need a grand. A grand? I need a grand. If I'm not dating you and you want me to sleep with another man and I don't know this man, I need a grand. A grand. I need a grand. <laughs> All right. Why a grand? And that because it's all going towards alcohol that will solely be drunken by me, so I cannot remember. <laughs> oh my god! I I'm telling man, I am going to if this is happening, I need a grand, and I'm going to be zooted. A grand. Huh? You're gonna have to give me like a uh, Cialis or Blue Chew because <laughs> my shit gonna be limp. I'm gonna just lay there, and y'all y'all do what you need to do. Wow. Um, all right. So would you ever would you ever join uh oh fuck, what can I what can I think about right now? A swinger? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about dating, I'm talking about uh would you ever join in on on a mandingo party? <laughs> I have no idea what that is. I feel like I don't want to know what that is. Oh, uh, like you don't know what too- that is? No, and I feel like that is too much for this podcast, man. Yeah, that is too much for this podcast. <laughs> oh my god, we were having a good time, and then this son, this some bitch brings up a mandingo. But I have no idea what that is, man. I, I just, I just want to sit here and eat my boneless watermelon, man. Uh, well, I guess it's better you probably don't know. <laughs> oh, thank God. I uh, feel like I'm gonna have to look this shit up. Yeah, you definitely, I definitely recommend you look it up because. Safe search on though. Safe search on. <laughs> Wait, say what? I said safe search on. Oh, safe search on. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely gonna want that. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was hoping you would. I was hoping you know what that is because that's. All right. Well, would you ever? Would you ever join in on on a gangbang? <laughs> um, I'm damn. trying to make it interesting, all right. I want to say no. No. Why I not? I want to say no. Cause that's just that's so many guys, and like I don't want to be the guy relegated to like a hand job. Because let, let's be real, we're we're not in high school anymore. If we're not in grade school, nobody's getting off to a hand job. Like no, if I want a hand job, I'll just jerk myself off. Let's be honest. No, God, ladies, any ladies listening to this, your man doesn't want a hand job. If you're using your hand during a blow job, fine, but we don't want a handy. We don't want an over the pants hand job. Like, hand job. Can, can, cancel hand jobs in 2020, all right? We're canceling hand jobs in 2020. We're canceling. From 2020 on, no more hand jobs. Hashtag no more handies, all right? 
Um, I, yeah, I'm going to say no, but there's a part of me that wants to say yes for the sole fact so I can finally use the line. I'll put my dick in your ear so you can hear me coming. Wow, that escalated very quickly. <laughs> that, that is the only reason why I would say I want to join a gangbang. Like, that would be the one thing. I'd come in for that one moment, do it, and then leave. Wow, I am... I, I have no words what to say right now. I was not expecting that response. <laughs> okay. I mean, you've you've heard me say that before, but I've only used it as an insult. True. True. This is true. I just was not expecting that response. <laughs> yeah, because usually I say, I, it's usually preceded by, are you deaf? Do I need to stick my dick in your ear so you could hear me coming? But, uh, yeah, no. That's, that's the only reason I joined a gangbang is simply to come in the girl's ear and leave. And that's it. Yeah, I'm sorry to anyone listening to this. I oh, <laughs> oh my god, Oof. yeah, this this definitely escalated real quick. Yeah, you, 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 I'll do a couple more questions. Two more questions, if you got them. All right. Um, what a God! Oh, no, I can't ask that question. It's hard because I'm trying to be like semi. Very like non-specific. Yeah, like not vague, but like just like not too explicit and not like, because I could ask you a million questions. And I, you know, I have before. Like I can go on and on, but it's like it's so tough. Yeah, but it it's either a vault like around certain girls. Yeah, exactly, or... exactly. Which makes it harder. I didn't realize how much harder it becomes when you can't name drop. It, like, when we're talking about who we're friends with, it's so easy to name drop. But then when you're talking about... Because you don't want to embarrass anyone. All right. Or, like, expose All anyone. right, here's a question. Here's a question. And I know you... you oh, I mean, I don't know if you still use this uh, platform or not. But, um, you know, I know you used to use Tinder. I don't know if you still use it. But... Uh, yeah. Have... Uh, I'll explain. Have you ever... And... If you haven't, then answer it as if it was hypothetical. Been, um, like, approached by a woman, like, on Tinder. And, like, they had a significant other. And their significant other liked being cuckold. Cuckold or cuckold? I I don't fucking know how they... Yeah. They're a cuckold. Yeah. Like, when they're, like, they like watching. Would you ever do that? Yeah, uh... Uh, Has it happened to you no. first before? Uh, no, it's never happened. Uh, would I do it? If there's money involved. Uh, my price is a G. A G again? A G. Well, no. You know what? 500 because I'm embarrassing a man. <laughs> Wait. Oh. Okay. Um, 500 if he's just sitting there but if she starts telling him to like because it gets really bad sometimes but if he's going to be like a more active and embarrassed participant then I need a G wow a G it, it depends on the capacity in which 
the man is involved. If it's like a video camera or if he's actually in the room, like it, it depends. There's there's levels. Um I do use Tinder. Um I was asked to delete it by a girl that I am interested in uh back in December. Um things kinda like fizzled. Um you know who the girl mm-hmm. is. Um so I wasn't using it. But then I get bored. And then, like, I had it. I downloaded it again because I was bored. Um, and then I deleted it because I started talking to the, this girl around my birthday. And then with everything that's been happening recently, um, I downloaded it again. Like, I deleted it, uh, wiped my profile, re-downloaded it, and trying to get matches without putting anything in my bio because I cannot write a bio to save my life. And nothing so far. I've made two matches, and the conversation is very stale. But um, I do happen to have a crazy date story. So instead of your question, I will tell you how I made 20 bucks going on a date with a girl. 20 bucks? You made 20 bucks? Yes. That's impressive. All right. So mind you, I had a female friend come up and visit me um you know things happen uh so i dropped her off at the airport and then i drove two hours to this date um we were originally supposed to go see a movie but since it was a nice day out she decided to take me for a walk on her parents land in the middle of the woods in a very hick town that is uh, very uh, not friendly to people of my skin color, apparently, from what I've been told, Uh, which upon getting there, I realized there were not too many people that looked like me. Um, So I went and this girl uh, leading up to it had told me, you're lucky. I showered today, and I was just oh. like, "Oh, that's oh. how we're starting this. That's how we're starting this." Fine. Which, I mean, it was connected to issues um, that I'm not going to talk about because that's not my place to tell tell on a podcast. Um, but one of my friends, because he knows how I cannot keep it in my pants, usually was like, I'll give you 20 bucks if you don't sleep with this girl. I was like, 20 bucks? And I was like, I'm not planning to sleep with her anyway. He's like, and he just looked at me and I was just like, all right, fuck it, whatever. Bet. 20 bucks, I don't sleep with her. Cool. So, uh, I get there. Um, in her room, Connect uh, was her dog. Her dog's pretty cool. She smoked, so that was like, I don't really care, but it was a little off-putting. But her dog had peed in her bedroom. Not that she slept in her bedroom often, but like her dog had peed in the bedroom and she hadn't cleaned it. Oh. So that was just number two. That was just like kind of. And then she's like, oh, hold on. You can go meet my other dogs. And my parents are home. Yeah. She lived right next door to her mom and dad. So I met her parents. Okay. First time hanging out with this girl and I met her That's parents. That's so weird. She. I met her parents, her mom and her dad, 
Uh, she told me that I was lucky because she chose to shower that day. And she had dog piss on the floor of her bedroom. That is so freaking yeah. weird. And granted that her parents' land is out in the middle of the woods, I kind of thought I was going to die. Oh my god. Very concerned that I was going to die. So we go, we walk around, like, we're talking. Um, and then we get back to her place, and then we just sit on the porch, and we just talk for a little bit. Uh, probably for like an hour or so. And you know, we hugged and then we left. And or I left. But um Yeah, that was oh, by the way, just in case anyone was wondering, one of my friends did have my location, so they knew where I was. So if I happened to die and they were gonna call um my phone later in the day to make sure I didn't die because I was supposed to go hang out with her. So uh it worked out. Um, I drove two hours back. I described the date. Very glad I didn't die, but I refused to do that again. Or at least not. I don't know if I'll say I'll, I refuse to drive two hours for a date again, um, but I refuse to go hiking on your parents' land. Yeah, I would not recommend <laughs> Ever that. Again. Yeah. Which I should have canceled the date. There were so many like different red flags but i was i was in a weird point because i was like about to get broken up with um not and like just a lot of things going through my head so it was just one of those like fuck it let me let me explore something now yeah like it, it was the experience but <laughs> it, it definitely was definitely not something, it was not something should, yeah definitely not something i should have done but whatever Wow, that is... Whatever. It happened. It happened. Um, but there were, like I said, like there are certain aspects about her that I left out because, like I said, that's not my place to talk about. Um, I'm not exposing people yeah. for any reason. Like, I only want to expose the good things about my friends and not the crazy people that I've met. And I've met a lot. I've met a lot. Yeah. Oh, God, I've met a lot. You've had, You've had your... Your take of interesting experiences. All of them with women. Like, I've never met a guy who just took me on a random adventure. It's always like, oh, hey, I'm talking to this girl. And, yeah, I should not be talking to this girl. It always happens to you. But I feel, yeah. And then it's either I date them or I get ghosted. Or... They fucked my friends. Or tried to fuck oh, my friends. God. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that's the story of my life. Uh, I, actually, you know what, Rudy? Yeah, ask your last question. Because after that story, I need a palate <laughs> cleanser. I need a palate cleanser. All right, last question. And this is going to get weird, and I'm sure I, I'm going to make it weird just because, uh, you know, that last one was kind of, you know, yeah. Weird. How much? Yeah, and this is terrible. You know, I'm not even gonna ask that question. Especially in the let's not go there. Um, uh, I would say text it to me so I can see what you're going to ask. All right, all right. So, I'll do that. I'll do that. So while you're while while you're asking me this next question, text that to me so I can uh, 
figure out if I'll answer it or not. Do you even have another question? Or are you just so focused on texting this to me? Sorry, yeah, I can't. I can't I yeah, can't, like I said, not not a professional. I podcast. cannot text and talk at the same time. Oh my god! No, I just texted you. Okay, yeah, no, we're not answering. <laughs> no. that. that's that's no. weird. That's that's too weird. Oh, okay. That's that that's that's a line. You cross that, sir. You forget what I have in my house. I know, sir. I know, I know. That's why. That's why I stopped you myself. Are. I'm like, I, I shouldn't do that. Yeah, no, I would. I would have promptly ended the podcast. <laughs> all right. Well, promptly. Different question. Well, all right. Well, Everybody has their price, but there's no price for you, that. Would you? Would you ever use one of those fake uh, vaginas? A flashlight. Yeah. Um, I have not used one. Um, Would you though? But you know, that that's what I'm about to say. So, uh, being single for almost a year, July will make a year. Uh, or, no, actually, this month makes a year. Yeah. So okay. So being single for almost a year, um, I will say, it is definitely a thought to buy a flashlight um i don't think i will because that's just too much of a hassle to find one clean it hide it like i'm i i don't want to hide it i'm perfectly fine jerking myself off um it's a thought that's crossed my mind but it's just too much work and i'd rather just jerk myself off or hook up with some random Tinder girl or one of my friends. Well, if someone paid you, you wouldn't use it. How much would they? How would someone would someone have to pay you to do it? Uh, to use a flashlight. Um, I don't know why anyone would pay me to use a fake vagina. <laughs> um, but however much it costs, double that. Because if I have to buy it for myself, then I I want to make a profit. So I'm not breaking even, you know what I'm saying? So, like, whatever the cost of it is, plus tax, just double that. And that's how much it would cost me or cost someone to have me use a flashlight. Yeah. Though I bet you those things make a mean peanut butter and jelly (laughs) Oh, my God. It's fucking disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Or some, some mac and cheese. When the mac and cheese is really... All right. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. And on that note, because I ruined it, this is the end of the Everyday Eddie podcast. Rudy, I want to thank you again for coming on and being, I guess, dependable. (laughs) Wow. Guess being dependable. Thanks. I mean, I said, I guess we'll say dependable. I mean, you are dependable, but I guess that's the word we're using today is dependable. Um, I guess we're also going to use the word sensitive, so <laughs> I guess we can cancel Rudy. Um, yeah. Um, these anything I've said, I know at least is true. Um, I doubt Rudy would lie on this podcast, knowing that he's <laughs> under oath. But 
you know, don't vilify us for this. You know, these events happen when we were growing young men and we are different people. So do not cancel us. Um, I mean, not that I could get canceled. I don't do (laughs) shit, but uh, don't cancel Rudy. Yeah, don't cancel me, please. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Love you guys. Uh, Hashtag money bags. My little money to add. Fuck it, that's not gonna catch on. I'll come up with a name for my fan club anyway, at some point. Yeah, you got you gotta, you gotta uh, come up with a Rudy. name. Yeah, Rudy. Anything you want to um, say to the people? Keep listening to Everyday Eddie. Uh, support black business. Yes, yeah, support small black businesses. Yo.